You are now listening to the Keys and Anklets podcast, your one-stop source for frank and honest information about the hot wife and cuckold lifestyles. You can find this episode on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher Radio, or you can head to www.keysandanklets.com and subscribe right from the website. Now, let's get to the good stuff with the host who separates fact from fiction, Michael C. Hello, everyone. Before I get into today's episode, I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about my Patreon page. Now, I established the Patreon page because this is going to help me reach the goals that I have for the show. Now, some of you may already be familiar with the direction that I'm trying to take the show in. But for those of you who don't, you may want to listen to episode 11, where I go into great detail about my future plans for the Keys and Anklets podcast. Now, as a supporter, you will enjoy some some unique perks. First of which will be early access to all episodes. Usually I try to release them to my supporters first and then maybe two weeks later I'll release them to uh, the general public. So you'll get to hear everything first. Uh, Secondly, you'll have exclusive access to my after party series of interviews. Now the after party series are interviews in which I get my guests to really open up about all the intimate aspects of their enjoyment of the lifestyle. So they're very racy, very erotic. Uh, My guests are usually very forthcoming and you don't want to miss these episodes. They're a lot of fun to hear and my guests really get into them. You will also have the ability to participate in any upcoming live broadcasts. Uh, I'm going to be doing episodes live. I'll be having guests and my Patreon supporters will not only be able to hear these episodes live, but they'll also be able to interact with not only me, but my guest as well. Um, you may be able to call in or you can be in a chat and ask your questions and have them answered live and in real time. And I'm currently always developing exclusive content that will be for my Patreon supporters. I always want to find a way to thank you guys for showing your support. And so the list of exclusive perks is always going to be growing. Becoming a supporter is very easy and you can do so for as little as $5 a month. I have different uh, levels of access which grant you different perks. And the address to become a Patreon supporter is www.patreon.com slash keys and anklets podcast. Again, www.patreon.com slash keys and anklets podcast. For those of you who don't know, Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Again, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Now, for those of you who have already become supporters, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. Your support and belief in me is truly appreciated. And as long as I have people like you showing belief in the show, I know that I'll be able to take it to where I want to go. And for those of you who are thinking about doing it, I promise you, you won't be disappointed. Thank you very much for listening and on to the episode. All right, everyone, I want to introduce, welcome you to another episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast. I'm actually sitting in the home of a very dear friend of mine. Uh, This is the wife of a couple that I've known for quite some time, and um, I've really been looking forward to to interviewing her, so I have the pleasure 
of having her here with me today or me being with her today. So I'm just going to call her D. So D, won't you say hello to everyone? Hello, everyone. <laughs> now, D is like like I said, she's the wife in a cuckold couple. I've known her and her husband for for several years now through my parties, and they've always been welcome at my parties and I just love what they both bring. So we're going to talk to her today. So just kind of to give people a little idea, how long have you been married? Uh, we've been married for 33 years. Wow. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, how long did you know your husband before you got married? Three years. Okay. So all together, you've known each other for like, what, 36 years? Yeah. Wow. That's, that's impressive. But you got married when you were like 10? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Now, I know that you guys didn't come directly into cuckolding. So kind of right. give us an idea of how you found your way. Like what route did you take? Okay. Um, we started off swinging. Okay. Now just to like, kind of give people an idea, you at what point in your marriage did you start swinging? Like... Okay. Uh, Go ahead, take some time to think about it. <laughs> uh, okay, we were married nine years before we did anything. Okay, and who corrupted whom? Did he suggest he it did, to you? He did, yes. Okay. It was his idea. Okay. And I was very naive and didn't believe anybody did anything like that at uh, first. Right. So... Um, then, you know, we researched it and we got our computer. That was when everyone first got computers in their homes. Right. And we found various uh, chat rooms and, you know, then we found parties. Right. We started doing that at first. Okay, so let me pause you for one second. Now, you said it was his idea initially. Yes. The first time he brought it up, were you into it right away, or did he have to convince you at well, all? Like, how long did he have to work right. on you before you started? The first time, as I said, I really didn't believe that people did anything like that. Mm -hmm. But then, as I was reading about it and found out about it, I liked the idea. Uh, okay, so, so like I said, I just like to understand where everybody's mm -hmm. coming from. So, like, for some people, when the wives find out about it or hear about it, they're against it because they don't feel like it's right. Like they feel like there's something that's wrong with it. From listening to you, it sounds like your whole thing was you didn't believe it. Yeah, right. Like it wasn't that you were against it. No, I wasn't just, against right, it. Right. You just didn't think that people actually did it. Right. And then once you But found I found out, out fast that people really so did. So it, it sounds like you kind of yeah. got on board pretty quickly yes. with it. Like you didn't put up much of a fight. Yes. Well, one of the things was also I met my husband when I was 19. Mm -hmm. So, and I really only had sex with one person before him. Okay. So, you know, I didn't have that much experience. Okay. So you started researching and you're finding out about it. Right. Pick up the way you left off. Right. So, um, so we, uh, we were in the swinging scene for quite a few years. Um, and then we took a little break. Because our kids were, you right. know, young. And so we took a few years break. Okay. And then um, we started uh, looking into the BDSM as aspect of mm -hmm. it. And so uh, 
we did that for a while. Uh, we came back to that for a few years. Um, and then we ran into the BBC okay. aspect of it. <laughs> ran into, like, yeah. say, ran into you. <laughs> so now prior to your first encounter with a black man, like when, when, did, when you got into swinging, it yes. was you guys playing with other couples, right? Yes, but there was one black man that I played with, but it was not such a great experience. Okay, so... <laughs> How many couples, not an exact number, but how many experience did you have with couples before you had your first experience with just a single male, whether well, quite a few, because when we when we were swinging, Mm -hmm. we didn't play with single guys, right? Only couples and single females. Okay, so we didn't look for single men. Mm -hmm. Now, can you remember? Because you've been doing it for so long, you might not even remember. Right. Can you remember who suggested first, like, hey, maybe it wouldn't be a bad thing to kind of let's try a single male? Like, how did how did that yeah, come about? I'm not sure, but I know that my husband really liked the idea of me playing with the black guy. Okay. So, um, so that's how we started like i didn't really play with any single Mm -hmm. white men so you've been so as far as single men Mm -hmm. being in the picture Mm -hmm. it was pretty much black men from the beginning yes okay continue i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) well yes and then so we started with going to these bbc parties Mm -hmm. and that's and you know sometimes there were some parties that were not only BBC exclusive, right? And so there would be white guys there, but I wouldn't play with them. Only the black guys. Right. So we more sought out the BBC parties. Okay, so you were they were specifically on mm-hmm. your on your radar. Um, right, my agenda. Now, when you started, was it not just with with the black guys, but just swinging in general? Was it hard for you to get used to having sex with another man? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Not really. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So from the first experience, you were comfortable with having your husband there? I think so, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because he liked it. You know, he liked to watch me and he was having fun and I was having fun. So it was all good. (laughs) Well, you know, that that's that's definitely Is that unusual? I'm not going to say unusual. I just don't come across it cuz usually there's a little bit of a struggle in the beginning. You know, I don't think I ha- I you no, you know it was a long time ago, but yeah. I don't recall having any kind of struggle now. No, I don't I don't get any kind of struggling vibe from you at all. You know, it was almost like, "Okay, this is what I've been waiting for. Yeah. Let's go." <laughs> right. <laughs> I just I just picture him running behind you trying to play catch up. <laughs> so once, you know, you okay, so you start with swinging, you know, you're playing with couples or single women, then you, your husband presents the idea to you of playing with black men you have your first black experience and you've already been into bdsm so when did you when can you remember hearing about cuckolding like was it him bringing it up to you was it suggested by a bull like how did that go he my husband brought it up okay and uh let's see 
I didn't know much about it, of course. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I looked it up. I read about it. He was really into it, you know, seeming to want to get into this. So, but it was very hard. You know, you don't know how right. to get into it. Right. That's the thing, you know. So when we met you, mm -hmm. you knew a lot about it. Yeah, some might say that. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, um, so that opened the door that way. And then... Um, but I thought you were already into it before we met. Yes, but I needed a little guidance. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. we were, but not so much because I felt like I needed help. Right. You know, I didn't really know so much how to go about this. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you're going into it, you're getting into it, and just to kind of go back to to hot wifing a, a little bit, what is it done for, like, what is being in this lifestyle done for the way that you see yourself? Like, as far as, like, your self-confidence and your self-esteem, not saying that it was not at a good point when you got into it, but how has being a hot wife affected that? Um, well, it's made it better. I feel I do have a lot more confidence because I really didn't mm -hmm. in the past, you know, before all this. Right. So, yeah, I feel a lot better about everything, mm -hmm. you know, um, more confidence, uh, self-esteem, you know, I just feel... And I feel happier. Everything is all good. You know, my husband's happy. He's right. happy, you know, that we're doing this. And we're happy, you know, it makes our marriage better. Mm -hmm. It just makes everything is better. <laughs> so when you're, when you're playing with a guy and you look over at your husband, I mean, obviously yeah. you guys have, have, have known each other for a very long time. You're best of friends. You know, you have a family together. What do you see or what do you look for in his eyes? Yeah. Like, like what look tells you, okay, he's really into it right yeah, now? Yeah, like I can you tell. Yeah, he's into it. His his eyes light up. He's just, I could tell he's so excited, mm -hmm. you know, happy and excited. And I could see, you know, he's all lit up and turned on. And how does it make you feel when you see that look and in that his eyes? And that makes me happy and turned on. <laughs> you know, I, it right. makes me excited that I'm, he's just so happy about this. Right. And I'm having a good time. So it's all, you know, it's good all around. Everybody is, you know, getting what they well, want. And, mm -hmm. So, like I said, I've, I've, I've known you, you know, for some time now. And I know how much you both enjoy uh cuckolding so what is it about being in this particular dynamic that resonates with you so much like why are you so comfortable with whether it's you know telling him about you know how you know bbc satisfies you more or i know that you guys practice chastity like why are you so comfortable being in that place and did it take you a while to get comfortable because cuckolding is different like hot wife yeah. is you having fun and him sitting there watching whereas cuckolding is you taking an active role whether it's the humiliation that he enjoys or you know locking him up yeah or 
you know, making him sit over there or, you know, any other type of cuckolding activity that you enjoy. Was there a kind of adjustment period to get used to that? Or did you just take to that as quickly? Well, a little adjustment, but I know, like, I can see that he's so happy and excited. Mm -hmm. You know, he has his cage on and he loves it. Right. You know, and I have the key and it's all you know, he's happy with that. Mm -hmm. And so I know he's excited. So it makes me excited. Right. You know, so it's just all good like that. So it sounds like a lot of your motivation comes from the fact that it makes him happy. Yeah. You know, like you feel like that's that's what you feed off of is his enjoyment of it, how excited he is, how happy he is. And everything like that. So that's that's a beautiful thing. I think it's really good, you know, for people to hear that and to hear a wife say that, you know, because one of the things about cuckolding, especially when you watch, you know, cuckold porn, which is very lame, is you you never get the sense that these two people actually love each other. Yeah. You know, and that's one of the things that I really strive to to highlight uh, with my podcast is the real feelings that these couples have for each other you know the love Mm -hmm. that they have for each other the respect that they have for each other the caring that they have for each other because that's what is at the heart of all Mm -hmm. this like we just talked about your motivation is seeing that look in his face yeah seeing how happy he gets and i'm sure his motivation is you know, is seeing that look on your face when you get in that right. moment and you're getting what you need. And, so, you know, like I said, I've seen you at enough of my parties. So, I, <laughs> you know, you can definitely take a pounding. And I've seen that. And I've seen the look on his face when he's watching. You yeah, that, he loves it. Yeah. And that, mm-hmm. that, that look of, of, of pride in your face. And so, it's like I said, it's it's really important that people hear this, you know, mm-hmm. that people hear this side of it. Um, since you've started playing with black men, have you ever had to take a break for any reason? Uh, no, we haven't taken a break. Okay, yet. so you so, no. so you've never had a period no. of time mm-hmm. where you like missed it, like like when you well, had no. to step away from it. No, no, it wasn't like that. I mean, we've been you know busy with other things and couldn't right, you know, right. but not a long break, not actually a break. <laughs> Now, prior to him suggesting, you know, black men to you, and this is after you had gotten to swinging. I mean, were you were black men even on your radar? I don't think I ever thought about it. Really? Yeah. So (laughs) I grew up in a, you know, very white neighborhood town. And I don't even think I knew any uh, black people seriously Uh, yeah that's the way it was so it was intriguing to me you know when i first you know when we started talking about this right now again was this something that you needed convincing or from the moment he brought it up i mean did he show you like videos like how did how did he get you to warm up to the idea of playing with a black man i think he did show me videos but you know when he brought it up i just i'm open-minded so i was like all right, we'll try it. You know, you could try it. If I didn't like it, then, you know, yeah. So you agree to try it. You do it. Because I know you now. Like I said, I've known you for a (laughs) while. And I know that aside from your husband, you're black only. Right. No, I don't play with anybody other than black. Okay. So 
what I'm sure my listeners Except would like one. to know. Except one. You know who he is. Right, right, <laughs> right. I know. But I'm sure what my listeners would like to know is how long did it take you for that switch to click in your mind where you're like, okay, this is all I want from now on? Like how many, yeah, it didn't like, take that long. I mean, I think I'm trying to remember, you know, we went to a couple of parties, you mm-hmm. know, the BBC parties, and we would do that. I, I don't think, well, I think once we started going to those parties, mm-hmm. then we, that's pretty much what we did. Right. So I think it was pretty fast. Okay, so it, it, it not maybe not the first guy, but by right. what, like the second or third, you were like, okay, now do you remember having that conversation with him? Like, where it was like, okay, no more white guys for me. Um, or did he ask you about it? Like, how did that come about? Where it was yeah, like, yeah, okay. because he he didn't really, um, he didn't really enjoy watching me with white guys Mm -hmm. you know it kind of happened slowly i guess that way and then so uh but i was fine with that because you know i would it was all fun and everything so i was fine with that and that's what we did because he would get very turned on when i was with the black guy right and that then so he realized that's what he really likes mm-hmm. and i liked it so then why would we do anything else that's what we were going to do in the future right yeah so and this is a, a, a you know something that i like to address to kind of give the bulls out there some insight when you go to these parties what common missteps do you see bulls making as far as the way that they approach you the way that they approach your husband the way they interact you like like where do you see them making their mistakes the most Hmm. to think take your time take your time uh well sometimes they're pushy which is no good Okay, and, you and know just they kinda, know that, but they kinda, do it anyway. They're right, pushy. just to kind of give our listeners an idea, give <laughs> it, give me an example of a guy being pushy. Like, what's pushy? Well, one of the things you know, they they'll start touching you when not asking. You know, they just right. grab you or whatever. You know, they right. shouldn't be doing that. Okay, now. You know, and you can, like, walk away from it or, you know, nudge them away, and then they'll come back again, okay. which that's yeah, really that's, annoying. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah that's, that's, that's bad. That's, that's definitely pushy. What, yes. What, what other things do they, like, what do you notice about the way that they treat your husband? Like, is there something that they can say or do that immediately turns you off as far as how they interact well, with your husband? they, well, they should... Um, th- they, if they don't pay any attention to him at all, they just come to me and don't, you know, they should thank him or right. ask him. A, a lot of them are very nice and ask him, you know, oh, is it okay if I play with her? If I'm playing with somebody else, right. you know, they'll, sometimes they'll say, you know, can I go join or whatever. But th- sometimes they'll just come and almost, you know, pounce and he has to like, push them away and right. that, that's like not right when they do that no but a lot of them do that <laughs> now do you find that he's more tolerant of their behavior than you are 
Like, is he willing to uh, let no. certain things slide, or like, who's the more no. who's more apt to say, okay, I don't like that guy? Like, is he the one to say that first, or is it you? Uh, well, actually, he would say that more than I would. <laughs> so yeah, you just get hypnotized. You like? Whatever. Well, no, but <laughs> if he and if he doesn't like somebody, I won't play with him, even if I, you know, would otherwise. Right. Then I won't. But because. okay, now that you bring up an interesting point, because <laughs> one of the things that I, I, I often say about cuckolding is it's a dynamic where the female holds the yeah. majority of the sexual power. So when you make that decision, is there a part of you in the back of your mind where you say to yourself, if I really wanted to, I could. And he would sit there and take it. Yes. Now, he- now have you ever used that power like even once? I don't think I have, but. Um, like, cause he has, sometimes I have played with someone and then after he'll say, you know, he didn't really like him or whatever. Mm -hmm. So then I won't play with him again. But that's more or less out of just you being, I guess, concerned for his feelings. Yeah. Now, what is it, how does it make, cause that's a lot of women can't relate to that. Like, how does it make you feel? knowing that you have that mm-hmm. power like if i really wanted to well i could, I could do right, it and yes. let's be honest you know pretty much like a child he might sit there and pout right and maybe catch an attitude <laughs> but he's not going anywhere you know right. what i'm saying and, True. And, and like i always say you know uh, a wet pussy never lies a hard <laughs> dick never lies so he could be sitting there pouting all he wants but right. if you see that he's hard it's like okay that's true. You yeah. know, you, you can you can complain and whine all you want, but your little dick is hard. Yeah, so, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I, I don't. I guess I, you're right. Yeah, I don't. I don't really believe. <laughs> I don't really believe where you're where you're coming from. Um, can you have your okay. Can you have your cut come out here and refresh this? Yes. You want to call him? Okay, I was just asking you about that. You know how it makes you feel having that power. So that makes me want to segue to something else. How powerful do you feel since you've been cuckolding your husband? Well, I feel powerful because I feel like I could do what I want, you know, with mm-hmm. whoever I want. And uh, so I do feel very powerful. So let me ask you this. For those women out there who say, I could never, you know, cuckold my husband right. or, you know, th- those women who f- not... Not because they're against it, yes. but who feel like they can't do it because they don't feel like they're strong enough. Yes. What would your advice be to well, those Well, I can say I'm submissive, and if I could do it, anybody <laughs> can do it. Seriously, I didn't think I would be able to do this. So where, would, where do you think but, you find the strength to do it? Like, where does that just, strength come I from? It's like a, a totally, it's opposite of the way I really am. So it's it's hard to explain. It's just a totally opposite of what, you know, how mm-hmm. I normally would be. Right. So it's almost like I'm playing a role, you know, like an acting role almost. Right. That's how well, I feel. Well, you're very believable. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> well, one, one thing that I say, and I'd, I'd be curious to get your, your thoughts on it. <coughs> Excuse me. As far as where that motivation comes from, I feel like once a woman sees that her husband enjoys seeing her this way, 
being that your ultimate goal is you know to make your husband happy mm-hmm. you know to keep him happy to, to you know to to show him that you care about him then i feel like that makes it easier for you to get into that role mm-hmm. because even though somebody on the outside looking in may see what you're doing as cruel you know that it makes him feel good right yeah and your goal is well i want to make him feel good so you know, I'm going to do this to the best of my ability mm-hmm. because the better I do it, the happier he's going to be. Right. In other words, yeah. his happiness is still at the core of what's motivating mm-hmm. you, you oh, know, yeah. to, to do this. I mean, you know, yes, you enjoy it. Yes, you enjoy the power. Yes, you enjoy the sex. But at the end of the day, it's the love that you have for your husband mm-hmm. that's kind of like the fuel you know, in your tank. Right. Yes. You know, that's, that's allowing you, you know, to do it. So when you're with your husband and you're in a cuckold situation and you're there, you know, you're alone with your bull, like, how does it make you feel to be with a bull who understands the cuckolding dynamic as opposed to being in a party situation where, he's more or less relegated to being on the Mm -hmm. sideline and just watching. Like, not saying that one is better, but just how would you contrast the way that those two situations make you feel, whereas on one corner you're with, Mm -hmm. you know, an experienced bull who understands cuckolding. On on the other side, you're getting the living shit fucked out of you, and he's just sitting there watching. Yeah, right. How how would you contrast those two feelings? Right. Well, they're they're both fun, but they're totally different. You know, you feel a totally different way because when there's a bull who knows, who understands uh, the cuckold aspect of it, Mm -hmm. then you know that he knows what, you know, how you feel about each other, what the, the, your relationship is, the cuckold relationship. So it's totally different. You feel more comfortable that way. Okay. And how is it on the other side? Uh, like when you're at a party and you're with right. a guy who's, you know, he's into you and you're right. into him, well, but that's your husband fun is too. not really involved. And right. I mean, he, my husband likes that too. So, you know, he likes to watch me like mm-hmm. that. So it's, that's also fun, but it's just a different way. Right. Yeah. Now I know that one thing that, you know, my listeners would be curious to hear about is, okay, when you go to these parties and like I said, I've seen you you know, at a number of of my parties, when you leave and like what happens between the time you get in the car and go home and the time that you fall asleep at night, like kind (laughs) of like take us behind that curtain as far as what's that like? Like what's the conversation like? Right. Well, in the car on the way home, which is usually an hour's drive. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's not my fault you live in the sticks. yeah, Yeah, we live in the boonies. Um, okay, that we talk about, you know, the different things that happened that night, you know, who I was with and various things like that. And then, of course, when we get home, we play with each other, you know, and then I tell him various things, you know, what happened and what, you know, he'll ask me, like, if one of the guys was whispering something and he can't hear, you know, he said he would say, well, what was he saying, you know, and I tell him right and so then he gets totally turned on you know even more than he was at the party right Mm -hmm. so 
how much closer do you feel after you've been with somebody? You mean to your husband? To my husband. Yeah, like how much closer do yeah, you feel? Yeah, very to him? much closer. Like, what is that? Like I said, this is for the people who are listening who, you know, might be thinking about getting yeah. into this lifestyle or they're just dipping their feet into it. Like, how would you describe that closeness? Well, it's closer. You know, you can't talk about this stuff to anybody else. Right. So it's just like we're closer than ever, you know, than ever before. Mm -hmm. Because we're discussing everything that happened and this is what we want. You know, it's just that's it's you can't even describe it. How close. Now, I know because, you know, you and I have had this conversation before. Even though you're in a a cuckold dynamic, you're not. He's not totally cut off from you sexually. Right. Like you right. do allow him, you know, to have sex with you sometimes. Yes. What is that like? Like, what I mean is, is it more about the closeness that you feel with each other, or you know, do you get, do you still get any kind of actual raw physical pleasure? Yes. Oh, yeah. Or how much of it is just like the intimacy and the sharing and. Yeah, no, it's both. It's it's um, it's both. But, you know, a lot of times when I'm with him, you know, I'll say like, for instance, after after we're with the bull, you Mm. know, I'll say, well, like now, you know, I don't even feel you inside (laughs) of me, you know, things like that, which he likes to hear, believe it or not. Absolutely. Nobody would believe it. (laughs) Well, those those of us in the know. Yeah, right, right. Yes. So, you know, you can't, most people don't say things like that. So it's like, you're, you know, I feel very close to him. (laughs) No, I, I know that that some wives, even though their husbands enjoy it, they really struggle with the humiliation aspect mm-hmm. of it. You know, so I'm always, I don't want to necessarily say impressed, but I admire women who are able to go there, mm-hmm. who are able to go to that, you know, to go to that that right. that dark place, so to speak. So when you're humiliating your husband, on what level do you add? Like, I understand that you do it because it makes him happy, but on what level do you enjoy it? Well, I like it. I, at first, it was hard to get used to. You know, I think right. it's, that's hard to get used to. But I see how turned on he gets, you know, so then I I love to do it because... I, I can just, you know, I, I could see the change, how he acts when I say these things. And so when you see his reaction... It makes that, me want to say it more. Right, that makes you yeah, want to go even yeah, harder and, yes. you know, say, okay, well, what else can I say? To, yeah, right, I have to, to think of more things to <laughs> say, which is sometimes hard, but I try because I, I know, uh-huh. you know, the end result is, it's, you know, that's going to be great. <laughs> So at at this point, can you even picture your marriage without the cuckolding aspect being in it? Um, probably not. No. So where where do you think you would be in your relationship had you never discovered cuckolding? 
Well, and I'm just asking you to just kind of yeah think abstract a little bit because you guys have been in the, in the lifestyle for so long. But just right. Well, the thing is, you don't know what you're missing at time. You right. know, so I I'm not sure. You know, it probably would have everything would have been fine. But you know, I can't imagine now. You know, not doing any of this. Now, do you have anyone outside of? You know, like people who you know that you did not meet in the lifestyle who know about your dynamic or know that you guys uh, are involved in not at all, no. anything that's not traditional. No, we feel like we have this secret, you know, from our vanilla so, people. <laughs> so none of your vanilla friends have no. even sniffed what no, you guys are into? No, no, no. <laughs> I don't think they have any idea. So no, I don't think. no awkward moments like no him being out with his cage and somebody bumping like what was that metal? Sound? No, like, no, 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 <laughs> no. You got to be careful. <laughs> <laughs> so no. <laughs> so speaking about the the cages, like I said, I know mm-hmm. that you guys enjoy chastity. How does it make you feel when you see like say like I said, I've seen you at my cuckold parties. When you're at a party like that, where you can be open. And he, you see him wearing his cage, mm-hmm. and his key is is on your person. Right. Like, like, how does that make you feel to see that? Well, I love that. Those parties are the best because that's how uh, that's the place where you could be open about it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I love that because you know at the other parties you i mean you can but not really right you know you have to kind of keep it on the low right so the cuckold parties are the best because there's other people just like us Mm -hmm. you know that that makes it awesome well i want you to speak on that a little bit because i get (laughs) i get a lot of questions from people who who ask me about my cuckold parties and you know, as someone who has actually been to multiple, not just my cuckold parties, but other parties so that you can contrast, you know, why don't you give my listeners an idea of what it's like to be at one of my cuckold parties? Like you say that they're the best. What makes mm-hmm. them that way? OK, what makes them the best is that there are other couples just like us. Mm-hmm. You know, to different degrees, I right. guess you would say, um, cuckold couples, and you could just talk to them about all kinds of things, you know, that you can't talk to other people about. Right. So that's that's the best thing about it. So the it's, social it's, part of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, prior to me doing those types of parties, had you ever experienced anything like that before? No, not at all. Nope. No. Yeah, because I know whenever I do, when you guys are yeah. always among the yeah, we the, tr- the we only there. missed one when our son graduated college. <laughs> That's the only one we missed. <laughs> so for those people out there who were thinking, you know, wow, it would be really cool if we could get out to the New York area and attend one of his couple oh, parties. Yeah. Like, what, what would your what would you say to those couples who were kind of yeah. thinking about it? They haven't committed to doing it. They don't know if it's for them. Yeah. Like, what would you say to those? Couples? I would recommend it because um, you'll meet. They would meet other people just like them, other couples mm-hmm. just like them. And it's just it's interesting to talk to the other couples that are into the same exact thing. 
<laughs> well, like I said, you your your enthusiasm for the lifestyle is definitely <laughs> it's definitely contagious. That's for sure. Now, there are a lot of couples who listen to my podcast who they haven't taken that step yet. You know, they they've been thinking about it. They've done all the research online. You know, they've they've done their due diligence, but they they just haven't gotten to that point where they're ready to take that last step. So before I let you go, what would your advice be to those couples who are still on the fence? Like you have these couples out there and you kind of have their attention right now. So what would you say to those couples? What would your advice be? Well, to them? if they're thinking of going to a party, you mean? Well, just getting into the lifestyle. They're thinking about Exploring whether it's hot wifing or mm-hmm. cuckolding, you know, what would your advice be to them as someone who's right. walked that road? Well, I think they should give it a try just because what is the worst that would happen? If they don't like it, mm-hmm. they can just stop or, you know, it's worth a try. You only live once. Right. So would you say that it's been uh, very rewarding? Like, you're, are you looking back on it? Are you glad you'd? Oh, yeah. Took that step. Yes, of course. Very glad. (laughs) I would recommend it. And if if they try it and don't like it, so they then they just don't do it anymore. That's all. Right. You know, you should always try things. Well, absolutely. Well, I know that you have you have plans for for later on this evening. So I (laughs) I do. (laughs) I don't want to monopolize all your time. So I'm going to go ahead and and cut this interview a little shorter than I normally do. Um, but I'm sure I'm going to get great feedback on it. And so I, I, I know that I'll be interviewing you again. But um, anything that you want to say to anybody in closing before we wrap this up? Um, well, like I said before, if anybody is interested in uh, trying cuckolding, you know, with uh, a couple, they're in a couple dynamic, they, I suggest that they try it because, like I said before, the worst what's the worst that could happen Mm -hmm. you know you should try things that you're curious about and they can always not do it if they don't like it but i'm sure they'll like it (laughs) (laughs) well there you go i'm pretty sure a a ringing endorsement from the sexy be herself (laughs) so uh i want to thank you for for allowing me into your home to do this interview with you thank you for being thank you for having me and forthcoming And hopefully, you know, my listeners enjoyed this. And like I said, I hate that I had to cut it short, but, you know, I I tried to get it squeezed in before you got your evening started. So I'm sure I'll be having you back again. And um, I'm your host, Michael. This has been the Keys and Anklets podcast. Again, I want to say thank you to Dee. Thank you so and, much. And you didn't see him earlier, but her husband, T, came out here and made me a drink. He's such a, <laughs> he he's, did. He's such a good boy. And um, I'm going to sign off and just uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. And thank you all for being a supporter of the Keys and Anklets podcast. Take care.